Hi guys, morning. Hope you are doing well. Welcome, welcome to another episode in this podcasting series. Um, where do I begin? So let us first of all start by having an opening prayer. You know, when we look at what is happening around us in the world, we need Jesus. The answer is Jesus. You know, when you guys have seen the events that unfolded over the last couple of days, you know, we know that the end is near. As the scripture says, keep on looking up because our redemption draw it nigh. So, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father God, as we come before you today as a people, Lord, we're crying out, O Lord, for a peace. We're crying out for your mercy, O Father God. Lord, on this earth, it is nothing but war, rebellion, and sin that is just ravaging the earth. But, Father God, let us not worry about it, O Lord, because you are in control. Lord, I thank you for waking us up this morning. I thank you, O Father God, because you still have plans for us. And I say, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, hope you guys are doing well today. Um, In today's episode, I'll be speaking about our hearts and hardening not our hearts because, as the scripture says, today is the day of salvation. And we need to have a We need to just open up to the Lord and just not harden our hearts from him. So I'm just going to go straight into the scriptures. And my first scripture reading is taken from Psalms 95, verse 7 to 9. And it says, For he is our God. We are the people he watches over, the flock under his care. If only you would listen to his voice today. The Lord says, Don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Meribah as they did at Masha in the wilderness. For there your ancestor tested and tried my patience, even though they saw everything I did. And in this scripture, it is so befitting. You know, the Lord was saying, don't harden your hearts because you can see his glory everywhere around. Do not harden your hearts. So when the Holy Spirit is trying to get up your attention, you know, so that you can turn from darkness to light. If we continue to deafen our ears after a while, our hearts, whether or not we believe it, will become so hard that we will not hear the voice of God. Because when we look at it, it is our hearts. Everything comes from our heart. You know, in the book of Samuel, when Samuel, when the Lord told Samuel to go and choose a king from Jesse's um, son, Samuel was looking at the outward appearance. But God said to Samuel, no, man looks at the outward appearance, but he looks at the heart. In the scriptures, you see, I think in, I was just reading it in Psalms 51, where it says that a contrite heart and a broken spirit, the Lord will not despise. So God is after our hearts because when our hearts are palatable and softened towards him, we will be open to accept his word and to believe in him and have trust and faith. But when we have such a hard heart, a stony heart, anything or anyone who is speaking to us about God, we will not want to listen. And we can see it happening around us in the world. 
pardon me. You know, when we look at it, there will be consequences if we continue or if you continue to harden your heart against the Lord. You will end up being more and more rebellious and hostile towards God. And when we look at what is happening in the world, you know, when you see like, for example, pastors or preachers go to preach at these rallies, etc. You know, the people are so rebellious and they are so... They are just, when you look at it, you can only shake your head and say, what is going through the minds of these people? Why is it they think that they can come and act and behave in such a manner? It is because their heart has been so hardened by the fact and they have turned and decided to turn their mind and turn away from God. And this is what happens when we turn away from God. Our heart becomes very, very hard. And in the book of Exodus chapter 7, verse 3, it reads, But I will make Pharaoh's heart stubborn so I can multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. You know, when we read this scripture, at first when I read it, I was like, well, God is can harden or soften our hearts. But that's not the case, you see, because although the scripture may lead you to believe that God hardened Pharaoh's heart, you we need to understand also that Pharaoh's heart was already hard. And the more he refused to listen, the heart, the his heart grew harder. I mean, that's such a tongue twister <laughs> with all those H's. But the thing is this, the more Pharaoh refused to listen, the harder his heart became. And this is what is happening now. When we see people preaching or, you know, speaking about the love of God and the evangelists, etc., the pastors, people on the street, you know, beckoning and speaking about God, the more you turn away from listening. So when you put your headphones in your ears or when you're thinking in your mind, why is it these people don't just keep quiet? I'm not interested in hearing your heart without you realizing it you're hardening your heart and the more you condition your mind to say i don't want to hear anything about god i don't care about this god <clears throat> sorry you're hardening your heart more and more and more and in verse 13 of same exodus it says here that pharaoh's heart however remained hard he still refused to listen just as the lord had predicted Verse 14 goes on to say that then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn and he still refuses to let the people go. And that is it. When we have such a stubborn heart, a stubborn heart against God, it doesn't matter when people when people are speaking the truth to us because we have conditioned our hearts to turn from God. We don't we are not interested in listening. And when we look at what is happening around us in the world, we can see that it is utter rebellion. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know where this, <coughs> where this coal or fragginess comes from. And, you know, when we look at it in the book of Exodus, despite all the signs and wonders being performed by God through Moses and Aaron, still Pharaoh refused to budge. And when we analyze it in today's society we can see the wonders of God everywhere around we can see his hand in all creation 
But yes, still we are choosing to believe scientists that said that we came from the Big Bang. There's no, we didn't come from no Big Bang. We have been created by the master creator, the, the Lord of the universe. Jehovah is his name. We have been created by God. We have been created in his image. So well, let us not listen to these scientists who try to explain away God. Because God is so real, but it starts with the heart. When we open up our hearts to him, you know, he will come in. It says in the book of Revelations that he is knocking on the door. And if we open it, he will come in. And that door that he's speaking about is our hearts. When we open that door to him, you know, most people often say, you know, I've often speak to people and I said that if you're not sure, if you're bothering, if you're wondering whether or not God exists, just simply say something like, Lord, I do not know if you are ex if you are real, but if you are real, show me. And by even saying that, that is one glimmer of a door opening and the Lord will show you that he is real. You know, and the thing is this. Going back to Exodus, while we read about the events of the plagues in Egypt, you know, one minute Pharaoh said he would let the people go, but then it would be on his terms. Like he would say, well, I'll let the people go, but then they have to come back, etc., etc. And that is not the case. You see, when we decide to open up our hearts to God, it has to be on his terms. We have to completely follow him. We can't have one foot in the world and one foot with God. Because as it says here, you know, when we are friends with the world, we are enmity with God, meaning that we are enemies of God. Because when we look at what is happening in the world, it's just rebellion, violence, the pride of life. It's all about self, self-gratification. And God is saying, when you completely surrender your heart to him, yeah, he will remove every stony bit. It is not until after the firstborn, when we look at it in the scripture, Pharaoh did not budge. He was so hard in his heart. And it was not until after all the firstborn of Egypt were killed, including Pharaoh's own son, that he decided to let the children of Israel Go. And I pray that you will not wait until something tragic has happened in your life that you decide to turn to God. I pray oh, also that, you know, you will come to the Lord Jesus Christ before it is too late. Because I'm telling you people, I don't think even I understand what will be the day of judgment. What would the day of judgment be like? I meant to say, sorry about that. Because we read it in the Bible, but until we are actually it, experiencing it, sorry, you know, we will not get to understand the full gravity of it. But the thing is, why would you want to experience it when God is offering a way out? God is saying, come to him. Come to him, believe in his son, Jesus Christ. Believe in the perfect sacrifice 
that was offered for us on Calvary. You know, the scripture tells us that cursed is a man who hangs on the tree and Jesus became a curse for you. He became a curse for me so that we don't have to pay the price because it says here the wages of sin is death. And God is a holy God and he cannot be in the presence of sin. And when we are hardening our hearts, you know, the Lord will just leave us over to it. You know, so instead of hardening your hearts, as I said before, open up your heart to the Lord and receive his free gift of salvation. This is the best gift you will ever receive. You know, where I'm from in Jamaica, we often say that nothing is nothing that is free is good or nothing in life is free. But this is so not true. God is offering us free salvation, the best gift ever. And this is a gift that once you have received it, you will say, why did I take so long? you know, to accept this gift. You know, as it says here in the, I think it's in Proverbs, yes, Proverbs 27 verse 1, it says that tomorrow is promised to no man. And that is it. Why would you want to take a gamble on your life? Why would you want to take a gamble on your eternity? Why? For a moment of pleasure in this earth, for one single moment of pleasure. And that is it. I was reading in Psalms 51 where David was crying out to the Lord after he had sinned against God. And it says here that a broken and a contrite heart, you know, the Lord will not despise. It also says, David also said that he has sinned against God. The thing is this, what we need to realize, yes, when we do sin, it hurts other people. But most importantly, we're sinning against a holy God. And when we sin against a holy God, there are consequences to our sins. When we look at David, yes, he did sin against God and he cried out to God and God forgave him. However, he had to bear the consequence. So what I'm trying to say to you is come to the Lord Jesus Christ, open your heart. There are times when the uncertainty might scare you. However, you know, this is where now we need to come and trust in the Lord, knowing that he says who he says he is and that, you know, when we come to him, he will reveal himself to us. And I think that what is stopping a lot of us from serving God or coming to him is our pride. It's the pride that knowing that when we come to the Lord, we will have to put away the things that we used to do. We will realize now that we are no longer the masters of our own destiny. We will realize that we have to completely surrender to someone else. And that is it. We need to put away our foolish pride because pride cometh before a fall. Why would you want to take the risk of losing your just spending the rest of eternity without the Lord? When we look at it. You know, when we look at ancient civilization, etc., especially the Egyptians, they often speak about the afterlife. When we look at the Yinkas or the Aztecs or whatever from the Mayan civilization, they often speak about the afterlife. And if they spoke about the afterlife, you're reading in the scriptures, you're hearing about an afterlife. Yeah, certainly it should get you thinking to say, what if all of this is true? What if what they're saying about this God, so to speak, is true? 
Why would you want to take the risk? You know, the Lord wants you to come to him, but you need to soften your heart towards him. In the book of Ezekiel 36, it says here, and I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit with um, in you, sorry, I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. That is it. When we look at it, God wants to remove the stoniness from our hearts. Even me, I, you know, there are times I say, Father God, if there's any part in my heart that is stony towards you, show it to me, reveal it to me so that I can you know, so that your spirit can just remove it and give me a heart of flesh. And that is what it is, my fellow brothers and sisters. Even if you're not in Christ as yet, I am imploring upon you today, if you do hear my voice, you know, speak, open up the scriptures, ask the Lord to come in. Because when we look at what is around us, what is happening around us, we can see that we are in the end times. We are in the last days. And people may say, I've been hearing about this coming of Jesus from I was born. Yes, you may have been hearing about it. But the scripture also says, yeah, that God does not want anyone to perish and he is long suffering. So he is being patient with us, although we are sinful people. He is being patient with us, hoping that we will not really hoping that we will come to him. He's patient. He's patient. So guess what? On that day of judgment, when we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ to be judged, we cannot say we never heard about him. We cannot say we didn't hear about the gospel. We cannot say that no one didn't speak to us about Jesus. Why? Because he is everywhere. We can see him on the TV. We can see him on YouTube. We hear pastors preaching in the streets. We have the scriptures. We will have absolutely no excuse for not coming to the Lord. So what I am saying, I'm asking you, I'm imploring upon you, open up your hearts, ask the Lord to come in, to remove your stony heart and ask him to give you a heart of flesh so that he can pour out his spirit in you. And once you have made that decision to come to Christ, I'm telling you, it is a decision that you will not regret making yes you will have struggles yes you will have trials and tribulations but the lord jesus christ did tell us that we will have trials and tribulations but don't worry because he has overcome the world and because he has overcome the world we will also overcome the world so I'm thanking you again and I am imploring upon you. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your hearts because tomorrow is not promised to you. Tomorrow is not promised to me. And why? Why would you want to take such a gamble with your eternity? Eternity is a long time. Eternity is forever. Ever. Do not throw away your eternity for the pleasures of this world because it is not worth it. The pleasures of this world are 
temporary pleasures. Sin, sin is, sin is sweet. I'm not saying it because when I was out in the world, I was enjoying it. But when I've come to Christ Jesus, I am more loving the fact that I have a relationship with my Savior. And I was missing something out there. Yeah, I was missing something. And it is when I came to Christ that I was fulfilled. That hole, that black hole, so to speak, has left me. So come to the Lord. Harden not your hearts. When we look in the scriptures, we can see how many times people have hardened their hearts against God. And what happened? What happened? They suffered the consequences. So today is the, the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, not the day after, because you may not get an opportunity. So why would you want to waste it? And I say thank you very much for listening. And I say, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the countenance of the Lord forever rest upon you and give you peace. And I say, shalom, shalom, shalom. And have a blessed day, everyone. And remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is standing at the door, which is your heart. And he is knocking. And all you have to do is to open up that door and once you open up that door it is a decision that you will never ever regret and I say God bless you all and have a wonderful morning a wonderful evening a wonderful day whenever you have decided to listen to this podcast and have a blessed day everyone and I say shalom 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 and goodbye thank you bye